Does the law really work the way TV and movies depict? Let's discuss with Christine and Christine. Everybody, hello, hello, hello. So excited. We are back again for our podcast, Law and Pop Culture. I am Christine Mattis. Christine Karen Zahagurski here. And we are here to chat about things that we see in the movies, in the news, or celebrities, and wonder, does that really happen? How are you, Chris? I'm good. I'm good. Happy Saturday, Chris. Happy We're Saturday. Doing We're doing this Saturday. Saturday. So a little <laughs> relaxed today. Um, so I in so many ways had a very stressful week so tonight we're having a date night i'm very excited about that <laughs> haven't had a date night it feels like a long time which is very oh sad <laughs> that's so important so we're actually trying a local restaurant uh here uh i shouldn't even know the name it's bistro something i'm so sorry don't even know the full name that's terrible but i'm just excited to be out i just uh you know <laughs> But I also feel kind of old. We made our reservations 5.30 p.m. Oh, well, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I want to go early and come home early. That's oh, my gosh. <laughs> Listen, any time alone with the spouse is good. Can I tell you, Chris, yes. every Saturday morning, yeah. my husband and I leave our child at home because she sleeps in. Yeah. And we go on our rounds. We do our grocery shopping together. We do a Costco run. We, you know, we just spend a little time together and that's our time together, Saturday mornings. That's true. So, you know, and it's, it's just, so, it's so nice that after 20 years, we're celebrating 20 years together. <gasps> 20 we still years. like being around each other. <laughs> that's a good thing. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, you're right. So Saturday mornings, we have our bagel breakfast. So that's right. The, oh. Dave and I go out, get our bagels bring them back to the kids. So that's our time. We chat. You're right. Same thing. Not as long, you know, because it only takes us 15 minutes to get to the place, sit for 15, come back for so extra 45 minutes together. That's so there nice. you go. That's nice though. But yeah. that's funny. That's almost the same thing. Almost the same. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. But you know, you're right. It, it's funny how people always say we have to have that date night, but, mm-hmm. you know, and that is a treat, but you're right. It's those little moments that you can grab that really, to me, mean, mean a lot, you know, that yeah. can add up to a lot. So, uh, and then I'm notorious that whenever we have date night, because it's not as often and it should be, I kind of go overboard. So I will order everything, drinks, appetizers, main meal, dessert, sometimes two desserts. And then I'm just like, <laughs> then I'm uncommunicative. Like when I we're driving home, I can't even talk because it's too much. And he, Stephen always knows during the middle of the mirror, he goes like, ah, all right, I think that's enough for you. I'm just like, no, because I don't have to order chicken fingers. I don't have to order baked, you know, I don't have to order just fries. I could really have like grown up food. I'm having it all. I'm having it all at no limit. I know. Oh my gosh, that's so true. You know what? I'm really glad that my kiddo is like 12 now because she really just eats anything, fortunately. But I remember the time when I wouldn't bother ordering something. You know, because I have to keep in mind, oh, wow, yeah, but she'll have leftovers. So I need to, you know, have room for that. And that's exact. this is kind of a good segue to what we're talking about, you know, thinking about who would understand our children. Something happened to us where, you know, both are us and ourselves and our spouse are gone. We're talking about guardianships, folks. (laughs) So selecting when and the the main thing that we're talking about today is selecting a guardian and um today we really don't have or we're changing it we're changing it up a bit 
because we're not, we didn't really have a movie that we were going to talk about, but we are going to talk about a very, this is my first time actually watching this when I, when I saw this episode, we're talking about the, the TV show Modern Family. Wait, you haven't like, watched. Why didn't I know yeah, about wait, you this? haven't watched any episode of Modern Family. I no kidding! Oh my oh, god! So you're the one. Oh, I've been under a rock. I've oh, been under so, a rock. now I bet this made you want to watch all the yeah. other. I mean, yeah. it's so good. It's now so I want to watch all the episodes. They're so, so good. Aren't they? It's so funny. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, and it's funny when we were when you know when I'm reading about like how how to introduce the show. I feel like I'm introducing it to myself. So you know. <laughs> So let's get started. Let's talk about it. this. Yep. This happened in season. What was that? Season the tenth episode of season eight, where um, where uh, Jay and Gloria. Uh, Jay has two children from a previous marriage. Gloria has one from a previous marriage or relationship. Not really sure because I haven't seen anything. No, you're right. I'll correct you. And not that I've watched all of them either, but <laughs> exactly. But they have a minor child. They just had like a young child, maybe like two or three years old. I'm not sure at that time of this actual episode. And there's a big question as to who would be the guardian should something happen to the both of them. So they go into this whole conversation about talking about the different, the, his children. You know, he has the daughter, Claire, um, who's married to, uh, who's married to uh, Phil, um, talking about how maybe they might be a good guardian. They're talking about um, Jay's other son, um, Mitch, who is married to Cam. Would that, you know, and uh, would that be, a, would they be good guardians? So it's really about, you know, they're, they're talking about how the relationships between um, the couple and how a child would be brought into their lives, how would that affect it? And you know they're they're really walking through that whole process that everybody should think about when they have minor children, because you just never know. No, um, you never know. So, um, and, you know, and, and it it's so funny. It's a funny episode, but it's real. I'm telling yeah, you, these are things you have to think about. But they get ahead, Chris. I don't want to interrupt. It's just yeah. it was, it's funny. Yeah. So once you know they they go through this, you know, there's a little bit of other stories that are going that are going along because Avi, you know, she there was some money that uh, that Gloria had set aside for the little boy, and there's this another story that goes on here where she had put it in a purse. She couldn't remember where it was, and then she realized she lent that purse to, um, I guess that was her her uh, stepdaughter or step no step granddaughter maybe I'm yeah. not sure <laughs> I wasn't sure but she ended up uh, this this purse ended up somewhere else that had forty thousand dollars in it it was very interesting story that was happened on the side but anyhow so what happened there is they finally get back in front of um of Mitch, of Mitch to kind of talk about their will talk about who's the executor talk about you know who would be the guardian and at that point they were kind of stumped they're like who is it who would be our guardian and all of a sudden Gloria's son just steps in and said, of course, it's going to be me. What do you mean? He's like, my, he's my little brother. He's, he's single, you know, he's, you know, kind of just getting started with his life, you know, as Jay said, sowing his oats. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, you know, uh, the son, uh, Manny was like, no, I'm going to, I'll do it. I mean, I have to downsize and like have a higher nanny and have to, you know, do this, but it will make it work. And, and you're yeah. like, and Jay steps back and says, I'm just a little concerned about how you thought about this. <laughs> and, and you know, it's funny throughout all of the episodes of Modern Family. So this one is season eight, episode 10. So eight years in, 
But okay. even, you know, as the, when the show first started, Chris, when I watched it, Manny mm-hmm. probably was 12 or, or so, oh, yeah. you know, when it started, but he already was this mature kid. He, they gave him that persona of kind of like the words of wisdom, like overlooking things. And he mm-hmm. was like, really like, I guess he would take the perspective of the audience watching saying like, that's not, this is how it really should be going down. Or this is, you know, he was always that word of wisdom. So it's so funny how it, it totally evolved where he really is going to step into that role. And, um, but it, it was funny. One of the things I thought was funny was in the beginning of the episode, sort of having this new year's party. And basically it was this, I guess, a margarita type of contraption fell into the pool. And at the same time, Jay, and his wife were just leaving the pool. So That's the pool, right. they would have been electrocuted. That's the right, right, right. thinking. <laughs> and, and how did uh, that happen? The dog yeah. was pushing that. that yeah, the dog pushed it. <laughs> and I thought what was funny is that I think at that point, Gloria was just like, oh my God, we could have died and we don't even have like anything in plan. Yes. And she goes, we got to talk about this. And I, his first line was just like, oh, what better way to ring in the new year and by talking about our death. And it was so funny. I said, oh, I'm going to use that in all our marketing now. <laughs> I'm going to use that in December to January. Everybody, this is it. <laughs> this is how we're ringing in the new year. <laughs> no, I, I, very I, funny. I went over my head, but I'm, I'm glad. Yes, you're right. Oh my it God. It was very, very I, funny. That was a funny line he said. Um, but, you know, so again, you know, unfortunately, sometimes it does take something jarring, something that makes you realize your own mortality to say, whoa, what do I have in place? If God forbid I pull out of this driveway and a car hits me, what, what's going to happen? You know, what's the plan? Because unfortunately no one says it's not going to happen and no one's saying it can happen. So you, you really just have to plan if you, you know, it's really important. So, um, you know, I think one of the basic things that we have to always think about is that when you're planning for a guardian, you know, you're, they really touched on all of it. You know, you want to look at stability. You want to look at age. You want to look at even their interest in children. I mean, are they ready? Because there are some family members who are past having young kids. There are some family members and the idea that they may um, be, have to help your child who may be young, are they prepared for that? Um, You know, and some may, right? They're going to step in in a tragedy, but you know, you really need to chat with them. You really need to talk to them about it because uh, how many times, Chris, have sometimes we've had clients come in and we ask them, have you thought about a guardian? And they'll throw a name. And my next question is always, so do they know? And most of the time they say yes, but once in a while I'll have, I'll have one where like, oh, that's a good name. Okay, uh, Chris, we're gonna have to talk to her. Uh, and I'm like, oh, sure. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. important. That's a good idea. <laughs> that's a good idea. <laughs> you know, know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, and it's, you know, and a lot of things, it's all about family dynamics. And I like to tell people too, Chris, you know, as a child gets older, they're going to have an opinion. They're going to know who they're close to among your family members or your friends who would, they would be comfortable with. So, you know, that's why it's always good to just like look at the estate plan every few years because things change, you know, yeah. somebody who might be good, you know, when your child was really young, like your parents perfectly okay for you grandma and grandpa to do it but the problem becomes as the kid gets older maybe grandma and grandpa are getting along too in their age and they're not able to take care of them at that point so you know nice to keep them involved but 
you really have to look at, yeah, like you said, the age of the people who would be the guardians, their interests, their ability to take care of the child. So many things to take into consideration. It's not something that people should take lightly. Now, you know, and another thing to take in consideration too is location, right? So um, you and I also have a lot of clients who are either Filipino or other types of uh, other, other backgrounds where um, a lot of their family members may be still in the Philippines, maybe in Japan, wherever, another country. And it is saying, it is easy for them to say, oh, well, the garden will be my brother. Okay, where's your brother? In the Philippines. Okay, so is your brother going to move here to Jersey? Or are the kids going to go to Philippines? Have they been to the Philippines? I mean, these are very, very heavy considerations because, you know, your brother may say, oh, I have no intention of living in the Philippines. And they're like, so you're ready to have your children raised in the Philippines. I mean, Maybe so. I've had clients saying like, oh yeah, they go back and forth to the Philippines a lot. Great. But if not, I mean, it, these are things you have to consider. It's very, very important. And not even other country, Florida, mm-hmm. California, tech, whatever the, the state or wherever it is, even from Hudson County to Cape May County, you know, is that what's the Different. plan? That's all. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. You're going from the burbs to the city. You know, <laughs> those yeah. are the kind of things. A lot of things to think about and it's heavy, you know, it's uh-huh. heavy, but I would rather you have the control and you get to think of it and carve it out while you can, instead of saying, I hope they figure it out. I yeah. don't know. You know, we'll yeah. see what happens. Oh, and that's, you don't want that. You know, you don't want that. So, yeah. So I thought that was, it was a great episode to really hammer in with sense of humor of things you have to consider and why you have to really start as soon as possible. Because when you run out of time or when things are bad and, bad things are happening, people are ill, you start to make decisions that perhaps you may not have thought through enough, or you just ran out of options because of time. So it, you know, and and I agree with you too, Chris, sometimes these things change, you know, people move away, people pass Mm -hmm. away, personalities change. So you really got to revisit this, you know, quite often with your estate planner so that you can get ahead of it. That's all, you know, but in the same vein, speaking of guardians, we were going to turn our intention, not quite changing gears, but looking into, you know, some real life situations. And so we're focusing on Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. So you know, Michael, and he's been in the news, and I think a lot of us probably have an idea of what happened and what happened, what's going on with the kids. But uh, it is interesting to look at in the eye of a guardianship situation. So Michael Jackson, the king of pop. Mm-hmm. Um, so Michael Jackson, and we've all known how he is, and we know that when he died, he did have minor children. Um, he died June 25th, 2009, which I, I have a hard time believe it was that long ago. I Right. You but I remember that day. You do? I remember that day. You do? Oh my gosh. That was so clear in my head. Yeah. That was, yeah. I remember working. I remember, I don't remember whether I had a cell smartphone or something, but somehow I read in the, I read somewhere. Oh my God, he died. Yeah. And it's one of those, the people that pass in like, just like Robin Williams, yeah. how it affected me. It's so strange because he was just such a part of me like what I listened to or part of our lives that when he passed away I can see why people were you know thousands and thousands of flowers being laid you know um you know in different places where you know he was uh it it shows you how how powerful they were by way of um connecting with us exactly you think about how you can connect with millions of people it sounds unfair but they did (laughs) Just like when Lady Di passed away. Oh, yeah. Same thing. I remember, I remember that 
very, very clearly. I just oh remember that was, uh, yeah, but same thing. Um, and there is this theory I have to look at of these people, of these icons dying young, you know, mm-hmm. you have Jim Morrison, Janis Joplin, Lady Di, Michael, they're all at the, the 30s, right? I mean, that's another podcast. <laughs> conspiracies. I like doing that. Yeah. So he died. And he was, and you know, he was around, you know, 50. So I think that's young. I think that's young. Oh, um, absolutely. And again, he was on the top of his musical career. He was still doing things. Um, and he left behind three children. Uh, Prince Jackson, who was 15, Paris, 14, and Blanket, who was 10. So in 2009, shortly after he died, his mother, Catherine Jackson, was given legal custody of the kids. So good thing he had a will. And when he died, interestingly, he named his mom as guardian for the kids, which, you know, that's actually not uncommon, right, Chris? Mm -hmm. I mean, I've seen that. Um, And so uh, I I thought that was, you know, I I just love that he had a will. Thank God. Uh, And what's interesting about his estate, uh, when he died, he left 40% to the kids. 40% 40% to mom, and then the other 20 was to charities uh, and things like that. But I thought that's important for mom. Mm-hmm. Um, so Catherine took custody, and she was the official guardian. So then three years go by. Then in 2012, interestingly enough, there was a moment where it was about a week, maybe a little bit more, where the kids couldn't get in touch with her. So I guess what I'm thinking is, were they all living together or not? But apparently there was no contact for about a week. Mm-hmm. Paris... I think she even put out something on Twitter, like, oh, we can't find my grandma, you know, so they did an emergency court action. Mm -hmm. um, And so that the nephew, Trent, stepped up. I think he filed a report uh, saying that grandma's not there. Other family members like Jermaine was saying that, you know, after a while, they said, no, no, she's here. She's just resting in Arizona. I don't know, it kind of sounds weird to me. I don't know. Something yeah, else yeah. <laughs> but we don't tell anybody, you know, but she's fine. She's in Arizona. So apparently Catherine Jackson's lawyer, Sandra, said that she flew to Albuquerque, New Mexico with her daughter, Rebby on Arebi, I'm sorry, on June 15 to attend the concert. It was the Jackson Brothers concert. She then said that when Paris tried to call, um, even Janet Jackson over the past several days, she was told that her grandmother was unavailable. I don't know. So, uh, you know, at one point, several of the Jackson siblings, all of them, uh, apparently they were having some problems already uh, with the executors of Michael Jackson. So apparently the executors uh, were John Bronca, the entertainment lawyer, and John McLean, who was a musical executive that uh, Michael Jackson had worked with. And they were unhappy about how they were handling the funds and finances, um, an often common dispute, unfortunately, that happens when you don't have when you have someone of a corporate nature managing an estate, yeah. it just there's always yeah. dispute, unfortunately. So um, going back to Catherine Jackson that she was missing. So TJ Jackson, uh, I believe Trent, he then files the application to be temporary guardian and he gets appointed as temporary guardian. Okay. So he handles it. Um, but then at one point when things were getting better, Um, Catherine wanted to be co-guardian, so she was co-guardian with um, Trent. Uh, And as time went by, it looked like that Catherine really was having a hard time managing, and it was determined that she'll step down and Trent will be sole guardian. And and really, by that time, the kids were getting older, so the only one that needed to have a guardian was Blanket, um, the younger one. And they did leave it open that he can be released of his guardianship at age 18 or unless he wants to continue, so apparently... 
you didn't want to continue. So um, that was the saga of what had happened. So a lot of learning lessons there that we can take from this. You know, again, I loved that he had an estate. He did appoint someone to be guardian of his kids. But again, as time goes on, right, Chris? Right. Maybe there should have been co already added that maybe if, because mom's getting older. I mean, really. Yes, exactly. How old she was at the time when he died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, but. By the time that he passed away, I think she was already in her seventies. So I mean, it could have been you that know, you know. I mean, no, you know, I think about my parents; they were pretty sprightly, sprightly. You know, been, you but know. it could have been written too when you know when Prince was young. So if you yeah. think about it, fifteen years because I think Prince was fifteen at the time. If he had created that estate plan when you know Prince was fifteen, you know, mom was about sixty or maybe even yeah. her late fifties. So that makes sense. That's still good. But that's why it's good to review these things every few years. Yeah. Because, you know, who did you appoint? You know, God forbid, what if mom had passed away? Well, yeah. it wasn't so bad, though. There was Diana Ross, right? Who was the, yeah. you know, the successor guardian who was yeah. really and good. She, really close. Yeah, she her. stepped up somehow where she did look at what's going on and approve mm-hmm. Trent. And, but Diana Ross was getting older, too. You know? Yeah, and exactly. So, you know. <laughs> I have a good story of Diana, kind of good story. So I, I remember when I was, I'm going to tell you, maybe I was 13 and she played in Central Park in New York, that free concert. So my Ooh. aunt takes myself and my brother there. And so she played the first day we go there and it was, unfortunately, um, I guess the climate at the time was that there were very, there was a lot of people who were very excited that she was there and the police did not do a great job in controlling the crowd. They really did a horrible job. I remember at one point standing at a fence and just being pushed. And I don't know why I wasn't nervous, but my aunt was nervous for me because she was like, oh yeah, we're going to crush it. And I, I honestly, as a kid, I said, I couldn't fathom being crushed to death. I didn't know what that meant. I just felt like, oh, people are pushing us. I'm pushing us. So she pulled us out and we went home. Then Diana Ross was so sad about what happens she's i'm gonna do the concert one more night so she goes back we go back again i have to tell you if i were my aunt i'm like god bless you i'm not like that i'll be like and we're not going anymore, i'm not doing we're it done. that's it that's so all we go and then there was like a downpour like rain it was heavy oh. rain and i don't remember hearing rain. any music <laughs> i remember anyway diana ross god bless her so uh, you know, she has a good heart. So anyway, and I like that she was, you know, involved uh, as well. But again, these plans have to be reviewed. They just have to review to reflect the current times, the current health conditions of every current age. Can they handle it? Because um, I'm surprised about this trend. To me, I'm like, well, we're, he's not mentioned anywhere. Where does where, TJ? Where'd he come up from? Yeah. How, about, how about the sisters? And nobody? No, I, but you no, know, we I don't know the details. Maybe they were right. busy too, you know. Yes, I'm like, exactly. Janet. Come on, Janet. No, okay. step up, Janet. Thank you. Janet, Janet, no, and no, nothing. No, because she must have had her own. Maybe she did, and maybe Trent was like, "I'll handle it. I'm gonna handle it." So, <laughs> um, but yes. So, word to the wise. Again, it happens to everyone, even celebrities. Keeping having a plan is awesome, but keeping it updated. Keeping, you know, a lot of times, I think a lot of times we have a misconception. We create these plans put it in a drawer, we're done. And we really can't do that. We have to keep revisiting, keep looking at it, making sure it makes sense because things happen in our lives where things change, people change, and we just want to make sure it makes sense for the kids. Um, But, you know, but thankfully, you know, you know, as I see the kids are doing well, I mean, Paris has her own career going right now. I mean, she was um, on TV on American Horror Story. Um, She has 
you know, she's creating a whole new uh, persona, which is great. So uh, it's a good thing, you know, so they did the right thing. But, you know, like I said, review your plans, make sure it's current because uh, it has to make sense. Because again, I always say nothing's worse than having an outdated plan. It's like you had no plan. So right. you know, really, yeah, they really have to exactly. do that. Exactly. All right. Well, that yeah. wraps up another episode, everyone. So thank you again for listening. I hope everyone enjoyed it. And we will be back again next week with a whole new episode. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening. For more, go to mattislaw.com.